yeah. it's like so four. That's how they know it was really recorded at the conference, not oh, just yeah. me calling Listen him. To the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the background, yes, you know. <laughs> yeah, welcome and Satoshi greetings to you. And welcome once again to the Afrinook Podcast. On this episode of the Afrinook Podcast, we bring you interesting views of uh, people who have attended the um, Africa Bitcoin Conference. And this episode is with Wolali Alija, who has gone through various processes and is now at the second edition of the Africa Bitcoin Conference. This is going to be a very interesting episode. Listen up as we take you through the course of the discussion. Thank you. Jeremiah, the host of AfriNuke Podcast. On this podcast, we talk about different things related to nuclear um, energy and its applications to different aspects of human endeavor. And today, I am with um, Mr. Wolali, the one of the co-conveners of this um, amazing Africa Bitcoin conference. I've never been in this conference before, and he's going to tell us interesting things about uh, how to how he came through organizing this process and how it interfaces with nuclear energy and also other aspects of um, Bitcoin and uh, Africa in general. So please, um, let's um, listen up and see and get the um, scintillating content that um, this episode brings. So, um, Mr. Wolali, uh, can you tell us a a bit about yourself? Hi, uh, like I said, my name is Wolali, and I'm a co-convener of the Africa Bitcoin Conference. And I'm also the uh, director of of operations of the Togolese TV League. Uh, So, uh, good. Um, So, um, tell us about this Africa Bitcoin Conference. Why do we have to um, have a conference like this? And uh, tell us, take us through the journey on how this came about. Uh, I know Jack Dozy was here last year and that was the first iteration. And this year again, it's happening. So take us through the journey on how this came about and it's been sustained to this level at this point. Uh, this came about as a simple idea that uh, Africa uh, cannot miss the trend of uh, Bitcoin. Africa can actually uh, be at the vanguard of uh, new advances in human rights, uh, technology, science, culture, education, anything. So unlike, I mean, like any other sector, Africa needs to be front and center and an active participant rather than a, cons- a consumer. So why a conference in Africa? It's because a lot of conferences about Bitcoin have been happening all over the world. Bitcoiners all over the world organize to understand better, to find solutions, uh, to chart a map for the future. And uh, in those circles, you know, as well as me being African, that uh, uh, traveling outside of Africa, especially to the to Western countries, yeah. is not easy. Yes. You know, so uh, the mere fact that there are so many potential uh, in Africa that are, that are potentially excluded yeah. uh, from those venues. Uh, yeah. When there is a conference in New York, when yeah. a conference in Asia, there's a conference in yeah. Europe. Uh, the challenge is that uh, the, the common African person without a foreign passport yes. or without a ready visa yeah. and you know foreign conference. Cool. So meaning that it's not a conference for Africans, Africans alone. It's, it's an international conference about Bitcoin that is just happened to be happening in Africa. 
cool. And um, you've like gone through a lot of um, logistics, bringing this to pass. And uh, in this conference, I've seen people from different parts of the world, from people like have lived in Europe and they have come to localize in Africa, building some great infrastructure, setting up the the mining grids and even building out power plants, you know, like serving the local communities and producing uh, local, making local products that are even of export quality. So yeah. this is really um, an eye-opener, a blessing for me. Like, I see it as a blessing for Africa. So, um, like, I am also wondering, like, um, this Bitcoin thing is not, although I do see it, like, in some city, uh, in Nigeria, I see some buses, like some um, taxi buses, uh, having some Bitcoin signs on them. Like I see, some people are beginning to pick interest uh, in Bitcoin, and some people are uh, a lot of people. I will not say some. A lot of people don't know about Bitcoin. So, uh, what should somebody who is a newbie or an enthusiast uh, know basically about uh, Bitcoin? What is Bitcoin? Bitcoin is money. Okay. Just think about it. That's that. It's just money. Okay. So everything you know about money, just apply it to Bitcoin and you get the answer. So uh, basically money allows you to transact. So Bitcoin, you can use it to transact. So as you mentioned on the billboards, on the cars in uh, Nigeria, elsewhere, yeah. it's just pretty much telling people, but yeah, there is a new, no different than mobile money, bit, uh, mobile money or a bank advertising. So just that's a way to transact. It's also a way to store value. Uh, simply, you know, people can buy Bitcoin for its potential future value, just like you will invest money. Yes. Um, you trade money, you trade anything. Bitcoin is uh, uh, not a commodity, but just currency, actually a natural currency. Nice. Uh, and then uh, obviously uh, it can also be used as uh, to measure quantity, right? So we know 21 million possible Bitcoin, yeah. you know, uh, we know if I owe you a dollar, yeah. you know how much I owe you Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, Bitcoin is spam or scan. Uh, how is that supposed to be taken and how do you dispel uh, that view if need be? You know, the, the saying in Bitcoin is uh, no trust, verify. Okay. <laughs> and I think Bitcoiners uh, build around confidentiality, anonymity, but not even trust. Okay. Uh, verification is more important than trust. Okay. Uh, and it's for a purpose. That's, uh, currency cannot build without trust. So, if you consider, yeah. as we were saying, that uh, Bitcoin is currency, it's money. Yeah. Uh, if you treat Bitcoin as money, yeah. uh, you protect your Bitcoin the same way you protect money, yeah. then I think we will not have it. I'm going to ask you for a big favor. Okay. Are you okay for us to continue this conversation in the car as we head to the airport? Sure, sure. You can. Okay, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, it'll be so funny after I, if you treat you treat your money, you don't give your money to someone you don't trust. Okay, you don't use your credit cards yes. uh, on terminals you don't trust. Yes, you don't invest in yes. uh, businesses that you don't trust. Yes, uh, so Bitcoin pretty much should go through the same level of scrutiny. You know, every day people do lose money for any reason. Yeah. It doesn't make the headline. True, true, uh, Every true. day people get scammed for any reason. It doesn't make... And this is the same view people same have view about people have. Um, nuclear energy, you know. Uh, people die from uh, just like going home, like even by 
walking in their homes. A lot of domestic accidents claim more lives than claim what life. nuclear accidents have done. Accident so, happened, yes. uh, yeah, I think it's the same concept that people are having towards Bitcoin. I think, I mean, like people fear what they people don't know. People fear what they don't know. So, so which yeah. the conference is about adoption, is about understanding, it's about education. Yeah. So this is not uh, a conference of trading Bitcoin or selling Bitcoin or yeah. anything. It's a conference of knowledge being power yeah. and power being carried through information nice that's fantastic bitcoin takes a lot of energy to mine and um, uh, yeah, when i came to this conference i have the knowledge that um, bitcoin uh, can use the energy yeah. that nuclear energy provides yeah. um, can you take us through the kind of energy um like we have had a minor training uh, bitcoin mining training yesterday and I kind of um, saw the, the human, like the sound it makes at some point. <laughs> and we are told that um, one typical, um, the MS-31, S-31S kind of um, um, Bitcoin miner um, consumes about 3.5 kilowatts of um, uh, power. So this tells me that um, uh, Bitcoin mining consumes a lot of energy. So. Uh, how do you uh, meet this uh, large um, energy vis-a-vis -vis what nuclear energy can also provide and maybe other conventional sources? So how do you go about meeting your energy needs? Like, Well, uh, definitely it's about uh, energy and uh, it's about uh, something new. So with everything new, improvements come over time. So I'm uh, pretty sure the first car was not as efficient as this cars that we have today. Sure. I'm pretty sure uh, the first bike or uh, the first TV is not yeah. as efficient as what we have today. So yeah. efficiency comes over time, one way or the other, you know. But it, when it's presented in terms of, uh, well, we could use this energy elsewhere. We've had some maybe background noise in the previous um, discussion. It's because we've been at the venue of the of the conference and so we interact with people and activities going on there so continuing our discussion we i want to like talk more about uh, we're talking about the energy requirements and um, of bitcoin mining and uh um well Ali has quite well explained that um, it gets efficient with time and Nuclear energy also kind of comes into play because it has some parallels with um, Bitcoin mining. So, uh, Walali, um, Ghana is quite advanced in their interest in small modular reactors. And this is like a way of having a decentralized source of energy for Bitcoin mining. But I, I know that uh, there are some feelings and some kind of nuances about uh, um, nuclear energy in Africa but it's going to come whether we like it or not so what are your kind of does it present a new hope for you or kind of expectation for your community and uh, what, what kind of thoughts do you have about this it, this is quite interesting because okay. when it comes to energy the discussion should be had in the context of uh, serving people yes. you know and Bitcoin being money it's yes. also serving people yes. um, just happy that it takes Bitcoin for our government to realize that uh, energy is uh, something that they have to figure out to provide to the people. And that the Bitcoiners, because they are needing so much energy, are willing to invest in an area where the government has not. Then Bitcoin is a good thing. You know, decentralizing it, allowing people to, to mine. Yeah. Uh, 
the and what? small modular reactors gives you the opportunity to like go like you can go off grid like go to a place to a community where they need the energy you build it there and and then bitcoin mining being also a decentralized um, means i mean like way of making money can also cash in into that um like that structure as well to i mean yeah and definitely you know uh i'm just happy to see the regulations or ideas looking up to allow okay. private investors and private entities to get into that yeah. and uh, bitcoin miners are the one opening the doors yeah i'm pretty sure other areas of investment are also going to to come in you know uh otherwise bitcoin will be mine and we just mine elsewhere okay so, so and and i i think it's it pans out well because uh, there is this um we have i was discussing with ryan mcloyd about the business model of um, kind of um, having uh, a small modular reactor powering bitcoin mining and having to own that mining infrastructure as a nuclear power plant utility or something so so it pays itself. You don't have to depend on the community to buy electricity from you as a nuclear power plant utility. And um, yeah, if there is an excess um, kind of uh, load, you can give it to the community. And, and the main continuous operation of the nuclear power plant is kind of can always run the, the mining activities. So I don't know if like the Virunga Park guy who was like at the conference describing what he has done he tells a lot about how his um, mining affects the community like he does some value addition to the community so like this is really inspiring for me like a nuclear engineer you have your nuclear power plant supplying electricity it's not just electricity the full spectrum of the value chain that electricity provides you can extend that electricity to manufacturing, providing jobs, and every other thing. So this is really a very great um, parallel between Bitcoin mining and nuclear engineering. So um, like, what are the kind of things that you think, the new frontiers you think that um, going forward should bring nuclear energy and Bitcoin mining? What are the new frontiers you think these two aspects can kind of operating in the future? I think definitely they are friends for the circumstances because okay. Africa have been faced with challenges of power and all the ideas that uh, okay. uh, people are now putting in place were not, are not new ideas. Yes. Uh, Bitcoin just provides a, a reason as to why. Because Bitcoin being money, there is a monetary incentive yes. that immediately can be ripped from, from that. Otherwise, you know, maybe the consumer base, uh, the the poverty of uh, our most area in Africa does not support uh, the those high investments. Uh, the whole idea about decentralizing is central to Bitcoin. Maybe people have thought about decentralizing nuclear before, but yeah. it didn't ever, ever get momentum. Yeah. So I think uh, there is a lot of uh, strategic alignment between the two concepts. Uh, will it stay forever? I don't know. But what I know for sure is that a actually uh, breaking conventions and creating new opportunities. Yeah. Ultimately, any excess produce is going to benefit communities. And I think it's important. Uh, Bitcoin as a tool for freedom, as a tool for personal freedom, enabling people to have access to power. Uh, so can that be done? 
with the people for the people yeah. while the investors or the miners are also making a profit uh, that will be something that uh, uh, needs to be demonstrated and that's what is what is actually being demonstrated i'm really happy that out of all places in the world africa is at the forefront of those and those are the reason why the conference is happening here yeah because we have faced to unique we have faced with unique challenges yes that nowhere else in the world people are faced with or some version of some challenges yeah. that everybody faces that our variants seem to always be more difficult to solve yeah so there are solutions happening there are discussions there are conversations yes. ultimately uh, we need to continue to uh, facilitate uh, dialogue yeah. and uh, interaction between yeah. government players yes. and uh, uh, Anchors and strategists, so that way uh, the solutions that are put in place okay. uh, support both parties and uh, benefit the people. Nice. You now, yesterday when we were going for dinner, um, the guy we were in the taxi together paid the driver with Bitcoin. You know, he didn't know anything about Bitcoin and uh, he took it upon himself to introduce it to him while we were on the way to. Uh, our hotel he just told him okay bring your phone download the app and and uh he got the payments uh, by bitcoin and that tells you how receptive we are on of new technology that will help us uh get better you know uh, africa is hungry for progress we are hungry for energy we are just hungry to be better than what we were before so this uh, like uh gives me hope that um something we are going to get better time in Africa. So, uh, in conclusion, I would like to ask or uh, like get from you, what are your expectations from this conference? And uh, you've said quite a lot about it, but like, what are the things you will want every participant in this conference, being a co-convener, what do you want every participant to go home with? Like, what are the things? And if there is, uh, if you are just open to anything, like what would you want them to like expect in the upcoming one? Upcoming one is uh, everyone, especially uh, the African attending the conference, yes. needs to go back to their community yes. and join a meetup. Or okay. if there is no one, create a meetup okay. and talk to someone about Bitcoin. Okay. Uh, word of mouth and each one teach one. Yes. Uh, like you say, get in the cab yeah uh guy says oh you don't know anything about bitcoin yes during the car ride let's have a little conversation by the end we have something concrete a wallet that is downloaded money that is transacted that person and how interesting how interesting would it be when we just tell him oh you've just gotten a bitcoin that is generated by nuclear energy at the same time you know that would be all together very interesting yes exactly so <laughs> it would be very interesting for them to know that they're the power is coming from that yeah and on and on and on yeah so okay so thank you very much yeah thank you so much <laughs> it's been like very educating and scintillating listening to you and um yeah i hope we'll have some time to talk like in the near future thank you oh very yeah much. definitely thank, thank you, you jerry thank you appreciate the time